Come on. What an honor to have you share today. Love you so much, brother. Kindred hearts. Are y'all ready for the word? This marks a year that you've been a part of the church. One year. Exactly one year. Isn't that amazing? All right, bring the word. This is first of many. The first of many. And you'll see why in just a minute. Love you, brother. Thank you. Bless you. Praise God for that one person who's screaming. <laughs> I'm used to people screaming in India. In India, the preacher would stop preaching if nobody's saying an amen. Wow. <laughs> so I just have a request that you would say amen if it's making sense to you this morning. Amen. This morning, before we get into God's word, I feel God's given me an assignment, which I do want to do. And... I want us to honor the spiritual father of this house. Amen. I'm just going to call Pastor Zach forward and just the team, and we're just going to bless him. And you can bless him with your words. If you feel like giving a physical blessing, do that over him. This morning, the Lord was reminding me of the sons of Noah who covered him, and there was a blessing that came upon those sons because they covered him. As much as I believe in faith, I also believe in faithfulness. There are some blessings that come through faith, but there are some that come through faithfulness. And I want to let you know, the most difficult job on planet Earth is to be a pastor. So this morning, just to honor him, can I ask all of you to please rise up? If you could just close your eyes, stretch your hands towards him. If you have the gift of tongues, can I ask you to please pray in tongues over this man? Please, if I could hear you pray in tongues, come on. Open your mouth and just start praying in the spirit and speak a blessing. Don't pray for yourself. Pray for this father, this man who is called to be a father to nations, a father to multiple ethnicities. In Jesus' mighty name, every spirit of darkness that wants to abort his destiny, we we, we curse in Jesus' name and we declare upon you that you are called to be a father to the downtrodden, to the broken, to the lost. And we accept you as a father of this house. Come on, lift your voices, church. Don't be ashamed. Just lift your voices. Pray in the spirit. I'm telling you, there is a blessing that will come upon you in this house as you honor this man this morning. Lord, we ask forgiveness for every wound that we have caused this man. We ask you forgiveness for the times that we have let him fight the battles alone. We ask you forgiveness for the times that he's felt lonely. But this morning, as a church, we honor him. Any form of dishonor that we or anybody else has released over him we break its power in the name of Jesus and we pronounce that he who called you is faithful oh I can feel God's presence in this place the Lord says Zach I call you to be a father Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing right now on this man. We honor him, Lord. We honor him, Lord. Thank you for the gift that he is to this church, to this nation, and to his family. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Jesus name. Amen. 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 Wow. Jesus. Can we please continue in the same atmosphere? I just feel God's presence in this place. Thank you, Holy Spirit. If you want to pray in tongues, you can pray in tongues. We're doing this series called Endless Grace. And I was asking the Lord, what do I share with you? And the Lord took my attention to Titus 2 verse 11 that says, The grace of God has appeared. And the Lord made me understand that grace is not a theology. Grace is not a doctrine, but grace is the very person of Jesus Christ. And this morning, I'm standing in front of you because I met this person in a country that has thousands of gods. You know, I grew up in a city in India where we had a small g God for every need. If I need money, I had an idol that I could go to. If I needed wisdom, there was another idol I could go to. But I met the person of Jesus. And this morning, church, I want to let you know that the grace of God that your leaders are teaching you is not a doctrine, but literally the person of Jesus. The person of Jesus who encountered me when I was broken in India and said, I found you. And this morning, I feel like you might be born in a Christian family. You might be coming to the church for years. But I feel the grace of God wants to encounter you in a fresh way. Because the Bible says His mercy is new every morning. So if you can give your next 20 minutes to God, I want to assure you that God's going to move something in your life. You know, we were ministering in a small state in India called Goa, and I was preaching on how he is our provider. And there was a man sitting in the audience who received that word, who was under debt. And before he left that meeting, there was a text message that told him that his debts were cleared because his business deal had been just successful. I'm not here for time pass. I'm here to do business with God. And if you can grab God's word this morning, it's going to change things. How many of you are ready to do some business with God? Amen. And if you're ready to do that, I want to introduce to you one of the most powerful churches in the first century. The Apostle Paul introduces one of the most persecuted churches in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 1 to 3. He talks about the churches in Macedonia. Everybody say churches in Macedonia. And this is how he introduces. He says, I want to make known to you the grace of God bestowed upon the churches in Macedonia. This morning, I want to make known to you the grace of God that's going to be bestowed upon us. You might say that, oh, I have given up. I've been a Christian for 20 years. But the grace of God, the person of Jesus Christ that was bestowed upon the churches in Macedonia is going to be bestowed upon you this morning. And Apostle Paul says that they were living in immense poverty. They were living in affliction. 
but bubbling with joy. Am I making sense to you? When you encounter the grace of God, your situation does not matter. When you encounter the very person of Jesus in the midst of your affliction, there will be joy. If this word is for you, I want you to say an amen. And the Bible says they were living in great poverty. And verse 3 and 4, Paul says, according to their ability. Everybody say according to their ability. And beyond their ability, they gave to the Lord. That is what the grace of God does. The grace of God is not a doctrine that tickles my ears. The grace of God is the very empowerment of God that tells me that you're going to do things beyond. Not according, beyond your ability. But I have only one dollar. No, you're going to go beyond. I just feel like God's grace is an atmosphere that propels us. Propels us out of brokenness into light. Amen. Can you imagine this poor church? I'm not here to fundraise, don't worry. I don't need your money. But I'm here to tell you that the most generous church in the Bible was the most poor church according to the bank balance. But when the grace of God appeared, everybody say appeared. The grace of God appeared upon the bank balance of that church, upon the wallets of those church members. They did not give according to their ability. They gave beyond their ability. I just feel like this morning, the grace of God, the person of Jesus wants to appear upon your wallets, upon our marriages, upon our ministries, so that we don't live as a spouse, as a father, as a pastor, according to our ability. But beyond, beyond... I don't know if this word is for you. I'm preaching this to myself. I don't care if you don't respond. The Lord is preaching this to me this morning. That I am going beyond my ability. I want you to tap your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, I'm going beyond my ability. This morning, as I was asking the Lord for a word for you. I just felt like some of you are living as a victim of your circumstances. Maybe you're a pastor, maybe you're a minister, maybe you're a husband. But you feel like, oh, I'm here because of what she did. That's exactly what the church in Macedonia was going through. Victim of their circumstances. But Paul says, listen, church in America. I want to let you know about the grace of God that appeared upon a church that was a victim of persecution. That was a victim of financial mess. That in great affliction, they lived in joy. That even in their poverty, they gave beyond their ability. We often think... 
that grace is a New Testament concept. I don't like reading the Bible if I don't see Jesus in my Bible. And I see Jesus even in the Old Testament. And I feel like this morning, a lot of you are here like the son of Jonathan Mephibosheth. The Lord took me to this name in the Bible that a lot of us might have not even heard unless you're a preacher. You know, we preachers need those words, those names that others have not heard. And the Lord took me to 2 Samuel chapter 9. Can we quickly go there? 2 Samuel chapter 9. Jesus. Can we keep praying in the spirit? I think we're all Pentecostals, right? Keep praying in the spirit. The Bible talks about the son of Jonathan who was crippled and became lame because the nurse made a mistake. When they got to know that Jonathan was killed, they tried to run away. And in this process, the little kid fell off her hands. And the Bible says he was crippled. He was lame for the rest of his life. How many of you have ever felt this? I'm here because of somebody else's mistake. I feel like this because somebody else hurt me. I feel like this because my parents did not do a good job. That's exactly how Mephibosheth would have felt. But as we read through this chapter, the Bible says there was a covenant between David and Jonathan. By speaking to you, the grace of God has made a covenant with the Father in heaven that he is going to come seeking for you. No matter where you are hidden, no matter how you are broken, the Bible says David went after seeking Mephibosheth. Tap your neighbor, tell your neighbor, David went after. I'm sorry, American church, if I'm making you uncomfortable. <laughs> Tap your neighbor, tell your neighbor, I am that Mephibosheth this morning. I don't have time to read that entire scripture, but if you can go back home and find your Bibles and read it, the Bible says that the King David went after that little child, found him, and brought him to his palace. And I like the last word in this chapter. It says, Mephibosheth dwelt. Everybody say, Mephibosheth dwelt in Jerusalem. For he ate continually at the king's table. Some of you are going to start eating from the king's table from tonight. Maybe you don't know Jesus. Maybe you don't know who your father is. Maybe you don't know what your inheritance is. But this morning, David has come searching for you. The grace of God. But I'm a Christian for 30 years, but there are still areas in your life that are lame. Oh, but I've been in ministry for 20 years. There are still areas in your life that are crippled. And the grace of God does not stop chasing you. Because He takes you from glory to glory. Faith to faith. Strength to strength. This morning, if you are feeling like that Mephibosheth, I'm here to tell you that there is a table prepared for you. 
because he prepares a table for me in the presence of my enemies and my cup overflows and when he gives me a seat on the table my lameness is hidden I don't, I don't appear as a crippled man anymore, but I look like a guest at the king's table. This morning, more than preaching to you, I want to pray with you because I feel this morning on Father's Day, the Father wants to release His grace over this church. Some of you have been hiding in darkness like Mephibosheth. Saying that, Lord, why did this happen to me? Why did my husband do this to me? Why did my children do this to me? That's, who, that's what I, I was in India until the day I found Jesus. Asking why. Lord, couldn't I have been born in a better country until I met the person of Jesus. Church, this morning I'm here to tell you that grace is not a doctrine. Grace is a person of Jesus. And he is ready to encounter you this morning. If you are willing. Can we all rise up and get into a time of prayer? I want you, I want you to hold on to this word for the next few minutes. I'm not going to stop preaching right now. But I want you to just hold on to the scripture. It, it doesn't matter what you're going through this morning. If you feel like crying, you can cry. If you, if you feel like just falling down on the floor, calling out to God, I want you to do that. But this morning, I want you to be honest before God and say that, Lord, in this area of my life, I feel like a mephibosheth. I feel like I'm lame God. Can I hear some of you praying this morning? Lord, I feel perfect in 90 person areas of my life. But this area is one area, Lord, where I've been struggling as a pastor, as a worship leader. I want you to open your mouth and cry out. I feel like God is encountering some Mephibosheths this morning who are ready to be vulnerable before God. The grace of God. <clears throat> the grace of God that appeared Titus 2:11 says the grace of God has appeared bringing salvation to all in the greek text the word is sozo and soteria which is deliverance from all kinds of evil so this morning maybe it is cancer that is making you feel lame Come on, can we get into a time of prayer? Maybe it's an empty wallet that is making you feel lame. Maybe, if it, maybe it's an unpaid loan that is making you feel lame. Maybe it's a broken marriage that is making you feel lame. Maybe it's people who, who backstabbed you is making you feel lame. But I have good news for you. David is searching for you. You don't have to go search for David. He is coming after you. The grace of God is about to embrace you. If you can just allow him to take you to the palace. He has prepared a table for you. Come on, lift your hands. Just start praying in the spirit. This is not just a sermon. This is the word of God for some of you. And if you can receive this in the spirit, you're going to come back with testimonies that I came here as a pauper. But, the, but when I bent back, I felt like a man at the king's table. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
Lord, I pray that our nation, our cities would experience the person of Jesus who comes after us, who leaves the 99 and looks for that one lost sheep. You might be saying that, hey, you know what? Everybody else in my church is doing good. I'm the only one messed up. God's coming after you. You might say that, you know what? Everybody in my happy, in, in my family is happy. I'm the only one messed up. He's coming after you. Mephibosheth, I'm here to tell you that David has not forgotten his covenant with Jonathan. That Jesus has not forgotten his covenant with the Father. When the new covenant was made, it was not a covenant between you and the Father. It was a covenant between Jesus and his Father. As long as that covenant stands, David is going to come searching for you. Jesus just pray in the spirit pray in the spirit we're not here to give attendance on a Sunday morning we are here because we want radical encounters with the grace of God we are here because we want to enjoy the sozo the soteria that the grace of God brings this morning Yes, Lord, we surrender. We surrender to your grace this morning. We surrender to your grace this morning. Maybe this morning you feel like the churches in Macedonia. You feel helpless. You feel persecuted by your brethren, by your loved ones. But I'm here to tell you that the grace of God is appearing upon you. That you're not going to live according to your ability. You're going to go beyond your ability. Can I request the worship team to just come forward, lead us into a time of worship. And as we do that this morning, I want you to take the next few minutes. If you feel like the churches in Macedonia, if you feel oppressed, if you, if you feel condemned, if you feel persecuted by your loved ones, this is that time where God's grace is going to encounter you. If you feel crippled or lame like Mephibosheth, I have good news for you. I have good news for you. The person of Jesus wants to see you face to face. The person of Jesus wants to lift you. The psalmist says, be my shepherd and carry me forever. He wants to carry you and give you a seat at his table. And do you know what is at the table? It's the body and the blood of Jesus Christ. Every time you sit on the table, he will remind you of that body that was broken for you so that you can enjoy endless grace. <laughs> if you feel like a Mephibosheth this morning, please lift your hands up. And if, you, if, if you're not dignified, come forward. Pastors and the team is going to pray for you so that you have an encounter with Jesus. If you feel like the churches in Macedonia, you could be the only one this morning. There are times when I've run to the altar, I was one of the very few. But that marked my life. Come on, Mephibosheth, come out. <laughs> 
<laughs> Grace has come seeking you. You thought you were forgotten. You thought you were forgotten. <laughs> but David never forgot his covenant with Jonathan. <laughs> yes. You thought you were forgotten. But Jesus did not forget his covenant with the Father. The covenant that he established by the shedding of his precious blood. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, let's start praying. I don't want you to go back the way you came in this morning. I want you to go back with an encounter. The first time I had an encounter with the grace of God, I wept like a crazy man. That there was a lady in the leadership who wanted to check if I was okay. I was not okay because I had met the person of Jesus. So you feel like crying, you feel like screaming, do that. Because you are encountering the grace of our Lord Jesus that was made known to the churches in Macedonia that even in their affliction they lived in joy and even in their poverty they gave according to their ability and beyond I want some of you to open your mouth and declare that I'm going beyond my ability today I'm not living as Stephen Samuel. I am going beyond my ability. I'm not living as Rochelle. I'm not living as Zach. I'm going beyond my ability. I'm not living as Max. I'm going beyond. I want you to raise your voices. Come on, declare it. I'm going beyond my ability, beyond my age, beyond my circumstances. Lord, I pray there would be a grace encounter this morning. A grace encounter this morning, God. That the person of Jesus would encounter the young and the old. The new Christians and the old Christians, Lord. We give you permission, Lord. Come running, come running. If you feel like you need an encounter, you feel like you're stuck in your own abilities, this is that morning where God's grace is going to encounter you and take you beyond your ability. Oh,
the Lord in the spirit of unity. He's doing incredible things up here. If you want prayer, I just encourage you, just come. Step out of your comfort zone and just come receive what the Lord is doing or just from your own seat. But let's worship the Lord together. Nothing's more real. 